Hello, everybody. It's time for the RGH podcast with your boy, Kakas HD, True Vanguard, and M Trashed. Uh, we talk about all things gaming here on Wednesday nights, typically, uh, and some drama here and there. A little bit of IGN when they mess up. Kakas just flashbanged himself. Uh, you might not have been seeing it on the podcast, <laughs> but he just flashbanged himself. Bro, you you could see your beady eyes just like complete recoil there when you turn that <laughs> light on. You make him sound so sleazy. Wow, have you ever looked at him? Oh, thankfully, cool. yeah, I have. Good looking dude. Yeah. Well, did you get a haircut? You see that glute shot he posted from Hawaii. You see that glute shot? Yeah, I saw that. Good thing my wife's got uh, that messed up vision. Otherwise, I, I'd be. <laughs> have some trouble you have a good time in hawaii though it was fun it was a blast i went to waikiki and i enjoyed waikiki uh but honestly i like maui better waikiki's like it's a little hectic it's a little busy uh-huh uh, yeah. so it was fun there's tons of restaurants around but like i like the, the maui vibe if i was to go back to be honest right that little cove that y'all took some pictures in where you did snorkeling yeah that was beautiful that shot yeah it's Hanamai Bay. It's like a you have to pay to get in. It's like a it's like a nature preserve, and okay. it's got like like reefs of like all, all these like protected reefs, so the waves don't come in as much. Tons yeah. of good snorkeling. I Crystal love snorkeling. clear water there too yeah. from the shot. Was that it was, sweet. was that your best snorkeling you've ever done there? Um, like ever? Yeah, I don't know. it's ever. up there. There's another place called Sharks Cove. That was right. really fun. I had really good snorkeling. Uh, Lanakai is really good snorkeling. I'm a snorkeling aficionado, let me tell you. Dude, in Lanakai, I was out two turtles I saw. I was just swimming right next yeah. to the turtles. It was awesome. Right. That's a good vibe. Have you ever done scuba? I've never done scuba. I want to. Yeah, I took um, classes and got my licensing to do scuba down in uh, Montserrat, down in the Caribbean. And I did scuba diving like underneath an active volcano. You know, that volcano there in Montserrat? And like... The natural reefs that the volcanoes made. It was amazing. So you ever get a chance, highly yeah. recommend. Do did, some scuba, yeah. man. Did you change your life. Did you swim through the lava? The lava? The there's, lava? There's plenty of volcanic, you know, uh, volcanic reefs and rock formations down there for sure. It was a real cool experience. That's badass. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to talk about IGN. Uh, we're going to talk about Among Us VR. It Takes Two, which, funnily enough, Cat uh, and I are playing through. Uh, it Takes really? Two. Cool. Yeah, they announced a movie. Uh, Sony and Xbox are going to put ads in your favorite games. Sonic is getting some big, juicy hype. And then we have a bit of an announcement at the end of this episode, so stay tuned for that. Uh, make sure you listen to that if you're an avid listener to RGH, because it's important. So let's get in with IGN. IGN... We talked about this last week. They said, hey, you want to write some articles for us? We'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> you want to write an article? We'll give you <laughs> 20 bucks. Write like, the articles. Make a couple of dollars. And then we'll make some ad revenue. What they I didn't anticipate. I wasn't but, here for that discussion. But yeah, like $20. Like every, like literally every single person that was replying that was like, that seems low. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like, guys. Oh. Maybe it's time to delete the tweet and like reassess. If you tweet out and everyone is like, "What?" Like maybe it's like, "Oh, maybe we're doing something wrong here." Right. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it last week, me and Mike, and and we kind of understood 
Like, yeah, that does seem like a low ball. But we also kind of understand kind of what the, the goal here is. It seems like they're saying there's so much gaming news out there. We don't have enough bandwidth to cover it all. Sometimes we just want something that's up for people to engage with five, ten minutes after the story breaks. So when the news hits, we want someone to just grab the highlights, throw up a story, so it starts getting some clicks so that we're, you know, but some of the first people out there. But 50 bucks or more, right? Right. But the problem with people doing that is you don't properly have time to vet the information, verify your sources, and that came to a head already, it seems, in the story that IGN published tonight, right before we went live, that they're already getting a lot of backlash on. Which is funny because I saw the initial tweets um, because it it was in response to... Like Easter, like what is the best Easter egg in a video game? And I think Christopher Barrett, uh, his wife, Sarah Daniels, posted um, Terab Industries from Halo, which is Barrett Industries, which is just his name uh, in one of the Halo games. And, you know, she was like, oh, I really like this one. And then he posted as well there in, in Halo Reach, there's kind of a pamphlet and it says Destiny Awaits. And it's literally the Earth with a little traveler, and it's a little yeah. pamphlet. And you wouldn't know that. But looking at it now, it's like, holy cow, it was hiding in plain sight. Like, they right. full-on announced that game. Destiny awaits. Sitting there, an image essentially showcasing parts of the game. And, I think it was uh, an ODST. Like in the or or ODST. ODST, yeah. yeah. And the coolest part is it has the Earth. It has, like, a proto-Destiny logo, like a triangle. It's obviously different. But then it has the little white circle next to Earth. Like, they guide yeah. the Traveler, right? Yeah. And so, you know, there was that little interaction. And uh, someone who, you know, follows the channel, GP Hash, he replied. And he's like, hold on a second. If you guys were that, bl- you know, bl- brazen to post something like that in Halo, are there, um, are there Easter eggs of your new games, your new IPs within Destiny? And he said yes, but I think he he put like a little kind of like kappa, not a, not a kappa, but he put like a little emote or something like that, uh, maybe meaning I don't know, like is there, is there not? So I don't think it was a firm answer. Yeah, it was enigmatic at best. Right. Yeah. But definitely. IG <laughs> IGN then took this and said like, Destiny 2's game director confirms. The there are eight Easter eggs teasing their new IP in yeah. Destiny 2. It was really like the IGN article said Destiny 2 game director confirms hidden Easter eggs in Destiny 2, like reveal info on new game new bungee games, right? And <laughs> yeah, there's a couple like, there's a couple of problems with that. There's a there's yeah, like we're right off the bat, there's some issues. Um, I think the first issue was that he's not the Destiny 2 game director. And he hasn't been for a while. He hasn't worked on Destiny 2 since like 2015 or something. 2018. 2018, But like four years, he hasn't even touched the game. Because he's been working on this new game. So it's like, is he like coming in, like walking to the studio, like, hey guys, uh, let me just put a quick Easter egg. Let me just drop this. (laughs) I'm sure... There is Easter eggs in Destiny 2 related to the next games. It's just like, we won't know until the new game comes out. Because you wouldn't know Destiny away. So you're like, I don't know. It it has no relation until you look back. You know what I mean? Like, prior. So, 
like the, he's not the game director. He he's just working on the new game. Like he's pretty high up in the company, but it would be a big difference if like the actual game director of Destiny 2 was like, "Oh yeah, there's Easter eggs." You know what I mean? So already that's bad. And secondly, it was kind of more of like a, a troll reply. Like he's like, "Oh, yep, you know what I mean? Go find them." Then like yes like start looking right and ign kind of took it as like start looking and it was like ah guys like how do you get how do you not like just go to the guy's twitter bio and it'll say that he's not the destiny 2 game director right and so it's just like okay you're doing these 20 dollar articles someone goes and writes this it's completely yeah. false and then people are memeing on it and it just makes ign look bad like oh you're <laughs> you putting out 20 dollars to look like a bad source yeah. right and you're putting Honestly. out invalid stuff where's the integrity i mean it's game journalism there's not a lot of integrity out there but Oof. it doesn't make you look good um overall no yeah and the i had to i was cracking out some of the replies like joe blackburn who is the current <laughs> director of Destiny 2, retweets it with just that gif where he's like pulling the uh, the wallpaper away. He's like, are you sure about that? Yeah. The yeah. John Cena. Yeah, the yeah, Cena one. Everyone's memeing on it. They're like, congratulations on the promotion, like Christopher Barrett. Like, yeah. on, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't know. Yeah. Speaking of Destiny, though, let's segue a little bit. There's something I we don't have in the topics here, but... A bunch of the devs at Bungie were like, next season is fire. They just randomly came out and did it. There's like five of them all like, oh, the writing, the, the oh, season. More than five. It, it's the best season there's ever been. And they're all hyping it up. And it's like, well, me, I'm well. I'm like, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. But there's a bunch of them going off the, off the, the you know, they're not letting Bungie tweet it out, and they're not doing a Vidoc. They're just coming out and saying it on their personal Twitter, which I'm sure they mm. can do, and they're really proud of themselves. But one of the interesting things was one of them, and I don't want to like give it away. If you find it, you find it. But one of them was like so salty. It was like, oh, and if you reply to this with an eyes emoji, I'll block you. And it's like, you're tweeting about this new season that you built. You're really excited about it. People are curious and and they're like oh i see you like i'm excited they post a little emoji and you're blocking them like the the devs at bungie really are soft like they don't like criticism they don't like opinions it's like you're sharing this information who do you think is going to interact with that excited people that are like trying to share this moment with you and it's like i'm gonna block you because you you put an emote on my post like grow up i don't know i didn't like that yeah, that oh. was a, a little weird. I actually looked back and she ended up deleting it. So I think maybe she was kind of like, okay. Like she kept the like the original tweet up and then deleted the part where she's like, I'll block anyone who uses the eyes emoji. Right. Um, you I you think, even did the eyes emoji, I think, before she even said that. Like that was your initial response. It's like, it's like, oh, wow. Well, this is, And you, you did. Yeah. And I was, I was like, holy shit, she's going to block him. I'm going to get Jack. blocked by even more bungee dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, the Bungie devs can be a little sensitive at times, but it's also, like, in fairness, I think she's just, like, some random dev. And so it's, like, she works at Bungie, and I think what happened is they had, like, a, a studio presentation, right? They brought everyone in, and they said, sure. here's the, the cutscene for next season, or here's the plan or something, and then everyone tweets, oh, wow, that was awesome. Like, next season's going to be so dope. Can't wait. Um so she tweets this thing. I think Paul Tassi picked up on it, retweeted it. I retweeted it, like 
quote tweeted it. And so she's getting so much more replies and attention right, than right, I think right. she's used to. Right. Uh, and then you're going to get the we- like the trolls and the weirdos, right? And 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 that stands that you you know, you probably have like the full notifications on your phone cuz you don't get interacted with. So it's like you check your phone it's like yeah, XX sniper Desi 2 PVP scrims replied wow, eyes emoji game. You, you, well, yeah, eyes yeah. emoji wow dead game fix PVP you're trash dog water. It's like you're going to get like heated. So I I I I'm glad she uh, I think the the real story here is just you know, it's kind of interesting that, that that multiple devs like tweet out like, "Yo, like this," and I think it is. You know, it's a good. Obviously, it's a good sign, and I think it's interesting that the narrative team is tweeting this because, like, we've definitely seen improvements in like the story, and like every week there's like a new part of the story. There's actual like proper cutscenes. You have like the cinematic like. Um, almost like comic book style cutscenes that would that be and then the real cutscenes and and then you have the full cgi cutscenes for like the big stuff mm-hmm, yeah. and yeah it's just kind of like it's more interesting to be in the like someone was saying like oh why do i care about the narrative add pvp maps um it's like first of all you guys have been using the stompies for five years you can play the same <laughs> PvP maps for five years. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I had to throw that dig in because I, I <laughs> got so heated at nerfing the stoppies that I just wanted to throw that dig in. But realistically, it's like, if you care about the narrative, then you just care about the whole season. You know what I mean? Like, if you understand, like, oh, a good example is, like, the banking the like and the stonks. You guys remember for, like... Uh, season of the, the the of dawn and yeah. you would like get the fractal line just like we were and everyone was like banking this thing and like people yeah. were like theory crafting about holder bank and there was like the two factions honestly like doing that stuff wasn't that engaging or whatever but everyone was like super into it because like it was a whole community thing and we were like yeah. contributing to this big goal and then like when we reached it we had like the the seasonal event or the cutscene or whatever right right so it's like Honestly, collecting that fract line was super lame. <laughs> like, and yeah. So if you didn't have this, like, that big community and a story behind it, it wouldn't have been fun. Like, it's kind of like, I don't really care about Wellspring. I don't even know what's going on in Wellspring. I don't care, right? It, it it's like that big door in uh, in World of Warcraft Classic. I'm not familiar because I wasn't around at the time, but there was like a big door or something like that, and everyone had to contribute resources to open it, and it was like a big part of the expansion. I don't know if it was the raid or what it was. Maybe someone. Um, on the youtube comments can can answer that but i know that luke smith was part of that like his guild was like one of the big ones that was donating a ton of resources to open it or something like that and so you know it's kind of that feel of like you don't get anything until the community gets it like or like like we're all gonna get this together we're all pitching in together for this big thing and and that sense of community is valuable and it it also shows kind of like how strong destiny is like it doesn't have to be the most entertaining thing. They want to like work towards it together, but yeah, um, so so yeah. If, if the if the um, if there is truly like a strong narrative and you're super motivated and you're trying to help out a character or or do something crazy, I think it could be really sweet. So yeah, like uh, you know, I don't want to get too hyped because I've been I've been um, pleasantly surprised just as many times as I've been disappointed by Bungie over the years. So like I I don't know what it's gonna be. But, you know, obviously, if they're tweeting it out, it's it's good. I'm sure that, they, they, you know, they weren't tweeting out that much stuff around 
um, what's it, Curse of Osiris. They certainly weren't tweeting. <laughs> it was Bungie yeah. just being like, yo, can't wait till you see what's in Eververse, guys. You know, <laughs> That is fair. Um, so let's move on to Among Us VR. Before we do, okay, can well, we talk about one more Destiny topic, which is the disaster. Uh, oh, the yeah, yeah. Race. I forgot about that. Yes, sure. Walk so, us through it. I'll just quickly say, and then I'll because I know True Vanguard played it too, and MTash, I'd like to get your take is like, so Master Raid, this is like the pinnacle endgame activity. It's like Grandmasters, right. Master Raid, Going Flaws and Trials, all kind of tied for like, this is the upper echelon of the endgame. Right. As usual, just like in Volta Glass, you can get the adept raid weapons from Master. But the problem is that the normal raid loot is craftable so i can get a piece of raid loot and craft it and put two enhanced perks on it perfectly Whereas five the, out of five every five perk of five. you want and so they didn't change the adept formula it's just still a normal adept weapon it does have another layer of perks so it's easier to farm and you can switch between them which obviously is cool but it's just hey you could put an adept mod on so you want adept icarus do you want adept big one spec and do you want at plus two to some stats right there you go that's it so when you look at this loot you're like hold on a sec not only can i only get one per week because you only get a weapon from doing the challenge mode extra chest every other drop is just armor it's like mobility focused armor this week so every jump will have a bit more mobility but if you're a hardcore player you have great armor like it's not hard to get good armor honestly just wait for zur to show up most weeks he's selling something pretty good it's not artifice armor or anything. So you're getting one weapon, and this weapon is arguably either on parity or often worse than just a normal weapon with two enhanced perks. Like, I would rather have an SMG, like that, the raid SMG, with enhanced, you know, let's say subsistence and enhanced frenzy. Enhanced frenzy lasts True Vanguard, right, for a couple more seconds? Right. Yeah, you get longer duration. Hey, two seconds Wait. where the. The the raid weapon, the adept ones don't drop with the enhanced perks. They don't drop with enhanced no, perks. Those are they only just craftable. Drop, they can only drop with the normal perks. So, I would way rather have a normal weapon that can't have an adept mod, but with two enhanced perks that I crafted. Right. Versus an adept weapon that not only is it random rolls, I gotta get a god roll, but even if I do, it's objectively worse because it doesn't have enhanced perks. So it's like, hey, do this harder activity and get objectively worse loot what are they doing i yeah that's the thing like here's the thing there are only two as a pvp enthusiast there's only two guns in the raid that interest me the pulse rifle and the smg the rest of them are arguably primarily pve focused um the fusion's good though too the fusion's pretty good i will say the fusion's pretty good it's not s tier for a fusion rifle well, but just because it's, it's good. the only one in that slot it's kinetic like slot you know, yeah 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 it makes it desirable but for the the ones i have i've already got an insidious which is the pulse rifle fully crafted with enhanced rampage and rampage spec on it so i'm like what's what sounds more appealing getting a double like double your rampage duration or just having an adept mod. You know what I mean? Like there's there's no there's no role that's gonna be better on the adept version of it because I can't stack enhanced rampage this extra duration with rampage spec. Rampage spec isn't an adept mod anyway, so I don't need that gun in its adept form. And same thing with 
the submission submission is like it's the first time you've ever had the encore killing wind combo on an smg so and again the enhanced version makes those things last longer so if you're chaining kills in pvp the craftable version of the gun is the best choice by a landslide right so we our team we did we cleared the first two encounters and we were like all right guys i don't know about y'all but i do not care and everyone else was like yep don't care let's scoot and we yeah. bounced yep which because the, they keep this keeps fr- happening though this, this yeah. isn't like a one-time deal they no. keep adding whether it's whether it's leviathan there was like one or two guns that were like midnight coup it's like yes that hand cannon at the time god tier well and then example tash would be prestige leviathan the same thing's happening yes there was yes no difference yeah in- there there's no reason to do it other than i guess cosmetic right different it, colored armor yeah like, it was different yeah. colored Whoop-dee-doo. armor didn't have better better stats they keep doing things like that where it's like well it's it, it's the challenge no it's a looter shooter game we only care about loot if you can give me uh random rolls with that that have a guaranteed enhanced perk and an adept mod i'm in there i'm in there hunting down the smg it's smg week i'm in there i do it three times i will grind it out even now you know with uh with vault of glass knowing that i can go in on the palindrome day or sorry the uh the fatebringer day and i can farm three of them and i have three chances of getting it i'll go do that because i know it's a very good weapon yeah but when you are going in and it's a cosmetic thing it's it obviously isn't motivating players because I didn't see people doing Leviathan back in the day prestige unless you were a masochist or like like glad and sweatsicle that are beating it in 13 minutes you know what I mean like speed running it um and, but they keep doing this it's like the trials loot it's not exciting enough to slog through and fight frostbolt in trials for like a, a mid or even below tier weapon it's like Wow, the Trials Scout Rifle. You can go get one of the worst weapons in Destiny history. Yippee-yahoo. I know it's maybe hyperbole there, but when I yeah. hear that, it's like, yeah, I would never touch that. Like, I'm already pretty bored of the game. You know, I already made a channel and then quit after a week. <laughs> but it's these things. It's like they just don't get it. They don't understand yeah. what long-term players want. And it's like these exciting, powerful things. I don't care at this point if it breaks the game. Like, I don't want my 50th well, 600 RPM, you know, auto rifle. I just, I need something new or else I don't care. You're 100% right. And there's some people in the chat, like, they're like, oh, Bungie's already stated that they don't want pinnacle reward weapons being the best weapons in the game. Literally, you can't find that quote. Or, like, if you can, it's, like, from three years ago. Dude, I hate when people say, like, oh, well, Bungie has stated. Bungie has stated. Well, Bungie better state something else, okay? Because Bungie stated that there was going to be static rolls in Destiny 2. How'd that go? How'd that go? Right. It didn't go well. Like, so stop telling me what Bungie stated three years ago. Like, when Bungie designed Adept Weapons, they didn't have weapon crafting. Weapon crafting changes the relationship for Adept Weapons. Saying that, oh, now you've got to choose between Adept Weapons or Crafted Weapons? No, that's dumb. That makes no sense. Adept Weapons are objectively better than the normal weapons. That's why people are going after them. That's why it's worth going you know flawless as opposed to just grinding tokens or whatever that's why it's worth doing master that's why it's worth doing grandmasters it's because adept weapons are a little bit better so like people in the chat are like well you want to prevent power creep 
Enhanced perks or power creep? Where have you been? Yeah. Where have you been? Void 3.0 is power creep. Where have you been? What game are you playing? Like, of course <laughs> there's going to be a little bit of power creep before it's dialed back. So it's like, oh, they can't power creep plus 10 range more. Like, okay, so I have two enhanced perks on a deliverance. And if I put enhanced stability on, it just breaks the game. Shut the hell up. It obviously isn't going to do that, but it's going to motivate me to go and play this endgame activity. Because as of right now, I'm not, I don't think I'll ever touch it again other than the, the few required times for the triumph. Like, here's what's, what's worse. Plus, plus 10 range, so you're killed at 3 millimeters further at a deliverance, or no one playing right. endgame activities and uh, people getting bored of the game. Like, what's worse? The one thing I'll say, the fact that Cac has just said I probably won't play that or interact with that, this guy does Nightfalls, like, on the last day of a season. Like, there's nothing to do. This guy's grinding Nightfalls at 2 a.m. So if he's not interacting with it, like, you better bet people like me aren't even touching it. And, like, the most casual of casual, they couldn't care less. That's a big problem. So, yeah. um, it, uh, the yeah, only, like, I guess the only good news is, like, maybe tomorrow... I just wanted to touch on this as well. Maybe tomorrow there's a very different opinion in the community. Apparently there's this like five or eight, 8,000 yeah. page twab. Like it's like this insane, insane like encyclopedia of, of uh, Bungie Weekly update where they're going over balance changes and stuff. So either, <laughs> either tomorrow is going to be incredible or tomorrow is going to be a shit show. And we almost need to do another episode just talking about that yeah, because yeah, yeah. because it is going to be either pitchforks or praise, um, which would be pretty interesting. But let's move on to some other stuff. Let's go to the Among Absolutely. Us. Among Dude, Us so took the world for out. Storm, right? Like that game was yeah. massive. And then huge news today. Yeah, they tweeted out this video showing off. And, and we knew VR was coming, but we didn't know what it was going to look like. And I got to admit, like my expectations were pretty low, like... They were pretty low. Yeah. But they showed this video today teasing, not really teasing, I mean, it was like, I don't know, like a minute and a half long. It was it was a pretty good duration of showing what the VR looks like for Among Us. And it looks great. Like, it looks fantastic. Your little, your little Among Us dudes are running through the hallway and the lights get hacked and it just goes completely dark. Or And, and it shows something that uh, I thought was interesting because... Um, it's something I've thought of before. I play Among Us a lot because my kids are really into it. So, like, I'm not make Last night, I was down here playing Among Us, me, my wife, my two kids, and uh, some buddies of ours. And they just have a right with it. And one of the things I've thought about oftentimes is, like, man, it would be cool to be able to swivel your head. And just, like, as you're running past electrical, just to, just to look in, you know, as you're going past... And then in this trailer, they show that you're in first person mode running down the hallway. He passes like the security room and he looks in to see if anybody's on cams as he's running past. Dude, it honestly like, looks like a horror game. Like when they have like, does. and you're like staring at another player in electrical and like, and just, like staring other. at each other. Right? Like, oh. Someone or it shows Vin, him like peeking it into you. It shows him peeking out the vent like through the cracks. You're like, yeah, oh, he's that like looking looks through awesome. the vent. I was like, oh my God, dude. It looks so good. I was actually pretty hyped about it. Well, and I also I've, feel like because it is kind of top-down view, I think there is a lot of knowledge you can get. I, I, you know, it's 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 pretty zoomed in, but I feel when you do that first-person thing, it adds a bit of disorienting feel to it. I I think it adds that that extra layer of like, did I see? 
who did I see in that room? I don't know. Yeah. I find it's it's a little bit easier to track people um, when when you're, you're kind of top down and looking at it. And I think that it just adds that horror factor, like Kak has said, as well. And I'm I'm getting VR for it. Like I want to try it. I, I'm I'm gonna talk to Fruit. I wonder what he's gonna do if he's gonna yeah. bring back Among Us. I feel I've like got, it would hey, be worth the investment. I've got a VR set. I've got a yeah, VR headset. Right? If you're going to play, if you're going to play, I'll play with you. I've never had any desire to get one until I saw this trailer. I was like, hey, that would be so... Like, when the, the guy's, like, pointing, you have, like, it, like, shows the point. It's like, you uh, did it. Then you're, like, waving your hands, like, I didn't do shit. <laughs> like, no, what are you saying? Like, that, that shit's going to be so funny, dude. Uh, it looks great. I think it looks like they knocked it out of the park. But, I mean... I mean, God knows they had the resources for it. Yeah. After oh, how yeah. much that game took off, so. And did they did they do it themselves, or did they like hire? Um... I think they partnered with some other like VR people, but they certainly had a big hand to play in. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. I, I'm I'm happy for them. I'm excited for kind of the Among Us two. I hope it takes off. the The only prohibitive thing is VR. Like, how many people are? you know have vr how many people use yeah, vr that's the thing and you spend 300 dollars uh, to buy a vr headset or whatever it is right I, I guess i didn't my agency sent me to oh must be nice <laughs> must be nice you know oh, the yeah. only other thing though is uh, they have some of those ones where you put like your phone in it and like maybe it'll be on mobile and they can like i don't know we'll mobile, have to see mobile vr yeah mobile vr integration yeah, yeah. is definitely possible for yeah. sure if the controls are good if it runs smooth it, i think it'll be a success because it's just I've, uh it's just we already know that Among Us is popular, but they've added mm. this new interaction to it. And I think there's a lot of power behind influencers too. Like if you if the if the younger crowd, especially who loves Among Us, is really attracted to it, if they're seeing their favorite YouTubers doing VR Among Us, they're gonna be like, Mom, yeah. I need a VR headset. That's yeah, true. It, it does look actually like legitimately fun. Like you watch that trailer, you're like, all right, this would be hilarious. Yeah, no doubt. Now, in the next bit, uh, this one's actually really interesting to me. Uh, it takes two. There's going to be a movie with The Rock, uh, and if you guys haven't played It Takes Two, my wife and I are playing through it right now. You're a couple that uh, you get uh, you get turned into dolls, and you have to try to get turned back into human. And there's a bunch of puzzles. And it's these, like a husband and wife, that their relationship's kind of falling apart. And there's a whole dynamic. I don't know how they're going to do it. But I think it's going to be pretty awesome. And, you know, after Sonic, there's lots of hype about Sonic 1, Sonic 2. Maybe we'll finally get another good movie about a video game. And it takes two, I think it's got a lot of layers there. Because, you know, the, the worlds in it takes two are pretty beautiful. Like, I think they can do a lot with that and make it make it just like visually appealing and you know my question is will it be animated uh to some extent like pixar animation type thing or like like dreamworks because of that whole factor where they're being brought down uh and and turned into dolls i think they can make it very visually appealing and and cool so i'm excited about it yeah i I have to finish the game though now because it's like (laughs) right i I, I don't want to get spoiled what the ending is so i i'm gonna tell cat we got to get our asses we got to bang this out i think we're like halfway through right now and it has been a really really good game i would recommend it to anyone they had a sale the other day too we got oh did they we got it takes two and then the one where you 
you like try to break out with prison out of prison with your brother oh a way out or something a way out yeah it was like 20 bucks for both games and so Dang. we got that the other day and it was really really good yeah but, so um, Dwayne the rock johnson gonna be the executive producer on that and i remember uh i don't know if you guys recall this it was several weeks ago, maybe like three or four weeks ago, he had tweeted out something along the lines of, A, for you guys who like video game adaptations, like, we got stuff we're working on. Right. And everyone was like, everyone was theory, theorizing, like, what's what's The Rock going to be in? Is he going to be in this and that? And they're throwing out all these mainstream games out there. Zamala! Just kidding. Yeah. I, was actually, I was actually surprised that, that he went with It Takes Two. Like, that seems like... I don't know, it was a little bit under the radar. Oh, I don't know, I would say the game was under the radar, but it certainly wasn't like some AAA title out there that everyone was playing. I, I think so, it's more niche. It's like loved by the people that played it, but it's not like, I don't think like a bunch of big streamers were playing it and mm-hmm. uh, and playing with each other like among us, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it definitely did get some love, but it wasn't a viral thing overall. Yeah, no doubt. But the reception on that announcement has been kind of mixed. Like, there's a lot of people out there who are like, man, some games are really good, and and they're fine just to stand alone. Like, y'all don't have to take it to the big screen. Y'all don't have to ruin or retell a story that's already been told really, really well. And I totally understand that vibe. But then there's also part of me that's like, but, but like, why not, though? You know, but also, why not? Because this is a great story about repairing a broken relationship and about what it takes to work together, um, and there's a lot of people out there that might that might actually benefit from a story like that who would never interact with it if it was just a video game. Like there's people right. out there who are going to watch this movie who never would have known this story, never would have had the opportunity to be inspired by it because it's just not something that they do. They're not gamers. Um, so I think it's totally okay to take something that was really good and take it to a broader audience and let them allow them to be inspired by it. Yeah. Agreed. Cause, cause you know that it, it, it's almost like there's so many stories out there that no one experienced, like even God of war, like the God mm-hmm. of war story. And like the, the, the trip from the most recent one is like, it's a pretty damn good story. And my, my like mom or dad will never interact with that. My grandpa will never know, but like they probably would enjoy that tale and like see some of it, but it just, it's, it's lost. We, we have like our own secret little, <laughs> little our like world we live in world. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've experienced all these stories and, and tales that, that, uh, a lot of people still, uh, it's very but, foreign yeah, to them. I think the people are wary of like that. There's so many like cheap, terrible movies like the monster hunter one yeah where people are like yeah. bro right like why do you have to make that and then the worry is that like okay you make the monster hunter movie it doesn't do well because it's trash and then they're like well no one's interested in monster hunter it's like no like hollywood you idiots yeah you guys just made a terrible movie <laughs> yeah uh, so i think that's the kind of worry is like people see uh, franchises and, and ips these movies being made or content being made of them and they're not good. I mean, uh, Netflix is notorious, like Death Note and um, the other more recent one, people are not, that anime adaptations, the people Cowboy not, Bebop. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think not happy about. I think the Mario one will be a very big litmus test 
It's like yeah. if it succeeds, the floodgates open. If it fails, they'll be like, gaming's not popular. It's like, no, no, no. You probably you probably did make a bad movie, but I have a feeling that Mario will be like pretty big budget animation. It's got pretty big budget characters like Jack Black's in it and, and stuff. So Nintendo never would have gotten behind it if it wasn't, you know, set to be a banger, I guess. Yeah. Well, True. And also you have movies like Sonic. The new Sonic yeah. 2 is out. It seems to be doing well. Um, and like the original Sonic, well, it went through that whole debacle where they had to change the face and everything, which was wild. Um, <laughs> right. But the which, first movie did well. Second yeah. movie, banging. They've already made over $140 million off that movie. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Yeah. So sweet. Uh, so it's like you can have those successes too. Like if I bet when they say, hey, we're making a Sonic movie, you know, a lot of people are like, uh, like, I don't know about that, right? But it turned out pretty good. I mean, when it was first revealed, a lot of people went, oh, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> what is you this see, rodent? Someone creature? made a tweet where they photoshopped the Sonic 2 poster with the original, like, face. Yeah. And they're like, and then they put the, like... There's, like, like dead rat for, uh, yeah, for tails yeah, like, or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the funniest thing I've that ever seen. That meme, I was rolling with that. I was dying, dude. So. But yeah, that's a good segue into that topic we we're going to talk about. Like, it's interesting because when it's done correctly, now you've got this sort of full circle thing going on where you had a nostalgic uh, character and series of games that I grew up on. Like, I grew up on a Sega Genesis uh, playing Sonic, Sonic 2, Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, I don't know if any OGs out there in the chat remember this when Sonic and Knuckles came out. It was a cartridge with a like a flap on the top and you flipped the 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 cartridge uh open and it had another spot for another cartridge so you could take like your sonic 2 game and put it in the sonic and knuckles cartridge and you double cartridged it and sonic and knuckles augmented how you could play the older titles it was like this it was so revolutionary the time was so cool but that's what i grew up with and then it kind of goes full circle they decided to make a movie the movie does well. They decided to make another movie. It's popping. Now they're remastering those old games, those old nostalgic original Sonic titles they just announced this week. Sonic, Sonic 2, Sonic and Knuckles are coming back. Right. So it's really cool because now you've got a new generation that gets to enjoy something that we grew up enjoying. And now I can testify to this as a parent. My son is obsessed with Sonic right now. He saw the movie, the first movie, Loved it. Uh, spent his allowance getting a couple of different Sonic games. He's playing Sonic games. He's got Sonic action figures. And it's just cool. It's just cool as a gamer dad to see him playing levels I was playing and vibing with a character I was vibing with. Which is so, like, who would have expected, like, 2022, people were, like, into Sonic again? It's yeah. Just kinda, like, you know what I mean? It, it's like that, it reminds me of that kid on YouTube that's like, when will you learn that your actions have consequences? Like the kid that's like, <laughs> he's like obsessed with Sonic and he's like, they yeah. keep ruining the franchise. Like, I want to see, I want to see <laughs> his reaction. Like they finally did it. Like they finally made Sonic popular. And you know, exactly. it, it, it's funny too though, because there's so many other ones. Like there was like a doom movie and it was just, it was just terrible. Like it was so bad, but then you look and, and you look at like the most, the, the 2016 doom, and Doom Eternal, and like you could make an insanely badass movie. The guy wakes up, goes on a tear. He finds out from like Samuel Hayden or whatever that guy's name was. Like, what's going on here? And he's like, go to hell and kill all the demons. Like, you probably could make a good movie, but they, 
they just like they don't well we know with halo they don't look at the, the source material and they're That's like yeah, right. let's just oh. throw master chief let's take his armor off as soon as Episode we can one. and then and then Have let's show off. his ass like as yeah, soon as we can every show week everyone's ass body part and it's like bro he's doing the metacopter in the finale i swear I, to bob <laughs> yeah i've never seen master chief and you're showing him off episode I one. I don't want to see Master Chief. Exactly. Want, the whole point is that he's this mysterious figure and you don't know what he looks like. He's like the the reaper of aliens and he's just this, this figure. But it is what it is. I think the, the more they accept the source material and use it, the more they stay on, because- on track because we're obsessed. We're, we we notice every little detail, and so if you yeah. stray, we'll call you out on it, and we're gonna hate it. I don't understand how they don't do like Mass Effect. You got a a movie or TV series. You got a whole right, trilogy Mass there. Mass Effect trilogy, like, and it's set up for you. You just follow what the Mass Effect did, right? Obviously, you cut up out until the driving end. around up, up until okay. three. <laughs> okay, so you cut out the parts where you're driving around in the Mako. All right. <laughs> and add more par- sex scenes with Leara and uh, uh, and woo. No, sorry, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna Google that Tali. quickly. What was that name yeah. again? Tali. Ta- why? Hey, why not both? I mean, like honestly, though, like <laughs> throw Miranda in the mix. It hey, is. Okay. It is like such good content, such an interesting story, especially like just how the it, it's set up where the first one and you're like introduced to the reaper and you're like trying to figure out what it is and stuff and the second one you're like gathering your like t like mega team to go in this mission. it's such a compelling story but it's like destiny too got some compelling stories like you have a ton of games with really fantastic compelling stories uh that it's like i don't know why i wouldn't just go and, and make movies i'm surprised even like <laughs> a game that you wouldn't expect like call of duty if you go back like call of duty 4 Right? Where you're like, you know, the ghillie suit mission, we're all gillied up when you're in Chernobyl, like crawling right. in the grass and stuff. You got to go snipe the yeah. guy. Like, I'm like, bro, this is like better action sequences than so many movies out there. I don't know why more movies aren't like copying it's like, these action sequences. It's like, dude, they did the work for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously, it's like, dude, you're going to save yourself time and money because you don't have to do that. It, they already did it for you, man. They, and it was yeah, they, fire. The scene you need to come up with is here. They did it. Like, yeah. You know, so I, I wonder, I wonder if they start doing that though, is they, they start taking, cause now they're seeing the Sonics and, and hopefully if Mario does well, they see that. And then Activision goes, okay, we're going to spend, cause isn't that, isn't that what literally Bungie's doing with destiny right now? I yeah. think so. Right. That's, that's the rumor is like, they're making a destiny show, uh, league of legends with arcane. I think some of them are starting to realize we have good stories and good characters and we want to get that out there. 100%. So, because world building is one of the biggest, what's probably one of the toughest things of making a show. Who are the Absolutely. characters? Who are the people? What are the locations? In a lot of these games, they've already developed it. It's done for it. you. It's done. And that's why yeah. even, even like the, the MMO for League of Legends is like, they know approximately what Piltover is and what, you know, Bilgewater is and these different locations and Demacia because... They've talked about it and the characters come from it and they've got the art styles. And so obviously they need to build a whole MMO, but they don't have to sit there going, uh, what are we going to call that mountain city? You know, they've already, they already have some of these things yeah, like that the, they can, they can build off and, and the imagine. The thing in Avatar, 
what do we call the mineral that's very hard to obtain that everyone's going after? Like, let's just call it unobtainium, bro. Yeah, like we just, <laughs> that's, that's actually what it's called. That that made it through. Everyone was like, signed off, yeah, unobtainium. Hell yeah, dude. Oh yeah, my god. Perfect. Obviously, but, you've obtained some. Yeah. <laughs> now, the other thing I guess, I guess with gaming <laughs> is is one thing that may lead to more movies is Sonic. I mean, not Sonic. Sony and Xbox want to place ads in their game. They're going to sell ad space in their game on billboards, on screens, because they don't make enough money off of skins or games. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they don't, they don't make billions of dollars. They don't have Xbox Game Pass bringing in $70 million a month. I don't know what the answer is, but um, Sony and Xbox have already kind of said... Well, I remember a patent for this a long time ago, and people were like, they wouldn't actually do that. And now uh. it's like, oh, well, <laughs> we, we might actually do it, but it's only in free-to-play games. Like, we, we want to keep making games for you, but there's just not enough, there's just not enough profit to make we all don't these have games. Money. Right? <laughs> and it's like Fortnite made a billion dollars in one month. There is money. Dope skin. There's money if you make a good game. Go look yes. at them. Go look at like five dollar Among Us. They made half a million dollars, or sorry, half a billion dollars. Um, you know, look at uh, look at what, what's Valheim. I know you have to buy some of these games, but like tiny studio, tiny budget, make this banger game that makes a ton of money. It's possible, yeah. but you you can't just put out trash and be like, well, it's a free game." Or, or no, even worse, you can't put out a $70 or, or $90 Battlefield 2042 oh, that has 800 players right now. 800 players would be like, well, we didn't profit enough. It's like, because it's tr- terrible. It Doesn't is one of the worst games. Yeah. Uh, let me look again. But er- <laughs> yeah. earlier it did. That's the thing. That My first reaction when I read this story, when they were like, well, it's just in our free-to-play. We want to just, we're only going to do it in our free-to-play games. Uh, my very first thought was just that Ron Burgundy meme where he's like, I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, totally, that's where I'm at. Because this is a gateway thing. You know for a fact they're going to see how it goes. They're going to check their profits, see how much money they make off of these ads. And then someone's going to ask the question, one of these higher-ups on the board who doesn't even play video is going to be like, why can't we put it in our next Horizon title? Why can't we put it in the next uh, Halo title? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, Tash, what's the player number looking at? Like, It's actually at 2,800, but that's high. It's the highest in seven days, so I don't know what they did. But, okay. But like, um, it's like 1,000 people earlier today. So. I think there was an update recently. Anyways, I, I'm going to be a little bit of a devil's advocate here for two seconds and say i'm surprised they haven't implemented ads into certain games because it seems like certain games are like not only like meant for it it would i don't want to say improve the game but almost kind of improve the realism of the game in the sense of like something like gta right or skate or whatever things that take place in cities they actually have billboards and everything like you would see in a normal city they're trying to recreate a normal city with fake ads for brands that don't exist because like they can't get the licensing i've always wondered like why wouldn't nike be like hey we'll give you whatever put up some nike ads on those billboards you know what i mean right it's like 
it's because you're in a city setting. If I'm playing Grand Theft Auto or something like that, and I see a Nike ad, I'm in a city. That's completely normal. It, it's only going to add the aesthetic. I am something, someone that like, I see like the fake, like Schnike or whatever. And I am like kind of brought out of the reality because I'm like, oh, it's like obviously, right. you know, fake trying to like get around the, the, the branding. And so yeah. I've like games like that where you act or like a, a sports game where you actually have the, if you're playing like a hockey game, you, you have the ads. They literally have like the ad space on the thing. Why not rent them out to real advertisers? It's not going to change the game that much. You're like, you're used to it because you watch it on TV and it only adds to the realism. That, that is, the I see what I'm you're like, saying. I I'm like, you're if you're really going to have a billboard with an ad on it, why not get paid and put a real ad rather than like make a fake ad? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I feel you on that. I, it's not that I totally disagree with you, but it does open up. I mean, it does lead to other conversations too. Like, where, who, who can make those offers? Who can get their ad up there? Yeah. And then also, you have to you have to start considering not everybody is totally down with every company out there. So you may actually turn off some gamers who are like, "Yo, like, can you imagine if?" I know it's a bad example, but can you imagine if someone was like, "Yeah, we'll put an Activision ad in our in our product," and then the yeah. news breaks, and then you're like, "Oh." No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a good point. It also leads to just a whole other bag of issues that I just don't want in my games, personally. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, like, I don't think they need to overlap. You could have like a buyout where Nike's like, we'll pay you $100 million. Every single billboard, every single ad is a Nike ad. You know what I mean? And then you're like, bro, you know what I mean? You're taken out of it. So I can see see that point. But that's Mm -hmm. like. I just wanted to mention that's like the one place I would wouldn't like hate is like the cityscapes where they're already making billboards and ad space to make it seem more like a realistic city. Well, why not have some actual real ads? The developers get a little bit more money. It doesn't take you out of the game. In those specific scenarios, I agree. But yeah, if it's like popping up in other like what free to play game like how are they going to put ads in Apex Legends? Right. Yeah, that just wouldn't make sense. Like, the only way that I could see it being a factor is if it's, like, stuff like, I don't know, maybe a Battle Pass emote or something where it's, like, pops up in a Coca-Cola, you know, stuff like that. I don't Uh, know. But either, I will say that one, for all of its faults, CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk did one thing that was really cool. With the ads and billboards in their game, they took influencers and made them the face right. of certain products. Like, there are influencers in the gaming community whose faces are on billboards and advertisements in Night City. And it it was really cool. I was like, yo, that's Negorix up there on a... Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like, I think, like, Co-Carnage, cool. and there's, like, a bunch of them that did that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I turned it down. The thing is, though, no, it's like there's some people yeah. in the comments that they're like, bro, like ads. It's like, listen, you got to have ads. Without ads, we wouldn't be here on YouTube at all. Us three would have no YouTube channels because without a monetary incentive, like there's I, I could not dedicate as, mu- as much time as I dedicate to making content if I wasn't able to like earn food from it. You know what I mean? So like a lot of people are get very, oh, ads, ah, ads, ah. And they get like, yeah. like, bro, but it's like, you're good. Ads bought my house. Ads bought my house. And, but the thing is, ads benefit me and my content can potentially benefit you because you now know how to do the raid or whatever. So 
there's definitely a place for it. If a, if a, and if a developer can get more money from ads and then, hey, you know what? We can actually introduce this fifth character that we didn't think we'd have the resources to do. Now we can. That might benefit you, the end consumer. That is the hope. The problem is like when we have these discussions, people's minds instantly go to where things were taken too far, right? Where there's way too many ads or things get super annoying, right? Like the, the YouTube unskippable ads, like people, like people get so annoyed about YouTube ads, but it's like, dude, go watch one normal show without fast forwarding. A half an hour show is only 22 minutes long. Eight, eight minutes is advertisements. Eight minutes. Like, could you imagine having a 30 minute video and putting eight minutes worth or two, like eight right. minutes worth of ads in it? That's insane, right? YouTube is like so much better than normal TV, but people still like complain about it. And it's like, I understand why people are like upset about ads, but at, at some point, um, you have to have them for certain things exist. Right. And that's fair. I get it. Um, should we move on to some guys like ads don't need to exist. Winston, start your own channel then and don't monetize it and see how far you get. You're like, go like no one's stopping you. You a hundred percent need a certain amount of ads, uh, in order to generate revenue for free content to exist. And then the end consumer, you get all this free content from YouTube, you know, your show, like your shows, like all this stuff, like would not really exist without that advertisement revenue. I think if games are going to do this, honestly, Fortnite has done a good job of like not making it too egregiously addy, but just have like crossovers with brands that people like. Right. Marvel, DC. Uh, they're like licensing. Hey, you can have a Spider-Man skin. I wonder like, what those deals sweet. pay. What? I wonder what those deals pay, or is it like a pro bono thing where it's like, hey, can we put Spider-Man in the game? So honestly, it, I don't know. Is it like just like you know, you get benefit, we get benefit. People are hyped about Spider-Man. You're, they're hyped about your movie. I wonder what the what the answer to that really is. I'm gonna try to find it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some investigating yeah, and I see. Do it because it does promote both things. Y you like, would almost think that it's like a pro bono thing. Is like, hey, we want to put Spider-Man in our game. Here's why we think it would be beneficial. They look at it and they're like, yeah, put Spider-Man in your game. We'll we'll benefit from it. You benefit from it because. I just, I can't imagine, because it, it, it's almost like, well, you need Spider-Man as much as we want Spider-Man in your game. Like, you you kind of need right. us, and, and and but at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, putting him in your game with a ton of audience would help us. The one thing that I still don't understand is, why do people keep paying Snoop Dogg? I, oh, I, yeah. don't, I don't mean to hate on Snoop, but it's like, Twitch will give him a contract, Mixer will give him a contract, he's in the new Call of Duty Battle Pass. Do, do people like Snoop Dogg that much? I understand that he like made music in the past, but he hasn't really made a lot of new music. He hasn't really done anything, and He's it's like more just become a cultural icon now. Yeah, but why? Like, I just don't. It's it's so yeah, weird I, to honestly, me. With all due respect, I do not think you're the demographic. The, yeah, <laughs> the, I the guess Snoop Dogg, the Snoop Dogg voiceover pack for Black Ops Two, where it changed like capture the flag and everything to his voice to call it. <laughs> it that that was hilarious. But yeah, I'm I'm not just saying. I'm Snoop's Snoop's fine, but I just find it so interesting. 
This guy's this guy's a <laughs> hater, bro. I when I was in his car, I played like Mo Bamba, and he's like, I've never heard of the song in my life. I was like, rap music. Oh, yeah. I was playing. I was playing like I play. I was like, bro. I like, I, like sicko mode came on. He's like, who makes this? Like who does this? I. It's like, is this Eminem? And I was like, oh my put on, god. Put on the classical jazz, please. Yeah, exactly. And we go back to listening to elevator music in his car. <laughs> <laughs> So let's move on. We have one last topic. We have a bit of a announcement to make. Who wants to say it? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll say it. It's fine. All right. Um, all right, y'all. So here's the, here's the skinny. All right. We got two guys up here whose wives are very pregnant. They got kids on the way. Uh, we got summer uh, just about to hit here for us, which means that my availability is going to be pretty low. Their availability is going to be pretty low. We like to spend our evenings out on the lakes and on the boats with the kids and stuff like that. So um, our plan is, and this is really common for for major podcasts out there. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take five, y'all. We're going to take some time to be with our families and enjoy the nice weather and take some time off of the podcast. So we'll do another episode again next week, and that'll be sort of our send-off for the time being. So just to set expectations for y'all, um, if you want to, you know, unsubscribe or take, not unsubscribe, but take no. your, un- discontinue your membership so that you're not paying for no content during that downtime, that's totally fine. I uh, would encourage you to do to, to do so unless you're like, no, nah, I really, I really want to keep supporting these guys. Just totally fine too. But uh, we certainly don't expect you to continue your paid membership when we're not pumping out content. So just keep that in mind. Um, hope you guys understand. Hope you're patient with us. We we really love doing the show. We we have an absolute riot hanging out with each other and chatting about gaming news and getting to hang out with you wonderful people every week. But um, we do have we also do have our own busy schedules and busy lives that are about to get even busier. We want to be able to focus on uh, our evening time on the things that are really important to us uh, during mm-hmm. that. The season. real story is that me and Entash hate each other now. We, we <laughs> yeah. just can't stand every time. Yeah. We just get in a big argument before the podcast go live. No, I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. It's we, we knew that if we kept this thing going, that especially around when we both have kids, it's like, we're not going to be able to show up every Wednesday. And so you'd have a lot of like the two people, maybe even one person. Is, like, it'd just be the, the me show. It would just yeah. be, it would just be true Vanguard and stuff. And so with, not only him going through it, but also me going through it and like true Vanguard and his own stuff. We uh, don't have a return date. Like we think maybe there's a chance we do return. Maybe just two of us return. Maybe all three of us return this channel. I, again, I would stay subscribed. If you enjoy the content, stay subscribed certainly. But again, just let your membership run out. Don't renew it unless you want to. Uh, Cause we are going to be taking a bit of a hiatus while we, mm-hmm. uh, you know, deal with the the new kids and and that stuff. And certainly, at some point, you know, like Belle Delphine, we might jump, we might come back out of nowhere. You know what I mean? So, but uh, we can't. But we're not going to commit to anything. So until we like, know, because yeah, we don't want to say we, we have to be, be flexible in, too. Yeah, we're not going to say we're going to be back from a, a year from now for sure. Like we don't know. And like so, even even when we started the podcast, like we were chilling on Wednesdays, but then this year. Our goddamn practices and like half our games ended up being Wednesday nights. And so I'm like, Jesus, like, I don't know how I'm going to make this work. And I'm the coach for Ben's team. I signed him up for baseball this year, his first year playing baseball. Guess what night practices are? Every Wednesday night. And it's like, yeah. 
it's it's just it's unfortunate because like you know, I want him to be in his sports and, and we're doing that. And that's one part of it. And, you know, another thing to consider that we didn't even really talk about is, is the world is starting to open up a little bit, which means some studios want us to come try their games or like take us to some different events and like travel is starting to go up. You know, a couple weeks ago, TV was headed out and then Kakis was gone. Not next week, but the week after I'm going away. And, you know, it, there's three super busy dudes together with families. Like Ryan has... Two beautiful kids, a beautiful wife. Like, they're spending time together. Cacus is starting a family. I am. And it just, it's one more thing on the table that is tough. Because we're not just podcasters. We're, we're YouTubers and streamers and YouTubers. And we're dealing with sponsorships and, like, all these things. And it just, it's a lot. It is, it is a lot. And so, we also don't want to half-ass it. You know? Like, we, we have fun. We want to put on a go- good show for you. And we don't want to put out bad content and and not have topics and miss and miss things when you're expecting it or excited for it and so we'll evaluate in the future and see what does it look like does rgh return does it return with maybe a a, a different flair a different day like there's just a lot of things so we'll take some time we love you guys we had so much fun it was 82 episodes we're gonna do 83 you know next week of bliss of bliss it It was was a lot talking to the friends talking to chat it was awesome so yeah, that's the announcement. Uh, we will really keep fun, you. Yeah. we will keep you informed. Any if we uh, if and when we have news, something solid for you. Make sure you uh, you know follow us on Twitter or you subscribe to the channel. Uh, we'll put out some some content and and some words on our various platforms to let you know what to expect when we know what to tell you. Yeah, maybe we'll have the babies on the podcast crying in the mic. Like it'd be incredible. Yeah, like, that'll be great. Everyone loves that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this is why our podcast is dead. We have to end it. Is ideas like this? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Anyways. But anyways. Uh, I think we should, we can just end it there. Unless we, have, do you want to do a little RGH After Dark or should we just end it right now? I think, I think we'll end it with the announcement. Not too, too, too much going on in terms of like after dark stuff but maybe we'll do a, a big after dark next week. Yeah, we'll do a, and, we'll do a juicy send off next week. Yeah. Already. Thank you so much. Chris didn't get the memo and becomes an elite gamer. <laughs> Chip Cunningham. <laughs> Chip. No, for 17 to, months. Donates 10. I know, 17 months of love. That's a, that's a lot of commitment. Thank you so much, Chris. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. This, is, this has been really fun. And, uh, Thank you, we'll, Chip. We'll see you next week, right? Wednesday, we'll be there. And uh, can't wait to see you. John, John. Steele, 19. 19 months. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah, see you next week. Yep. Yep. 7 p.m. MST, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Same time next Wednesday. Bye-bye. See you guys.